back to another episode of In Depth. My name is Luke Hardacre and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body and equipment. In this podcast, it's all about straight to the point tips, things that you can take away, implement into your surfing, or things that change the way you view your surfing. And this week, I'm going to be diving all into fitness. And as always, I'm going to start with a question. And do you want to improve your surfing fitness? Do you want to surf more and for longer without the pain? And there's an amazing exercise that's going to drastically improve your paddle strength and endurance, as well as your breathing. And we could all be doing it, but most of us ignore it. Too proud to give it a go, write it off as boring, or we just don't know where to start. And that exercise is swimming. At the end of this guide, this whole podcast is going to be a full workout routine. And it's not as boring as just swimming X number of laps. It's not just a flat out endurance swim for a long distance. So then why is swimming good for our surfing? And there's no replacement for surfing. And if you want to get further at it, go surf more. That's the best and first option for surf fitness. We all know that doesn't fit into our schedule, or we are already training, improving our fitness, and wouldn't mind something extra to help build that surfing fitness up. And that's where swimming comes in. And it's about as close to paddling as you can get to training to improve your fitness for surfing. It's a whole body exercise that trains the big muscle groups, your back, chest, glutes, hamstrings, and quadriceps as well as training the small muscle groups, your shoulders, triceps, biceps, and calves. There's a reason the term swimmer's shoulders exists, and it targets the main areas we use to paddle almost as well as paddling itself. There's also a bunch of extra benefits of that full body workout and building muscles. That is, swimming is so much better for our health and fitness. Swimming is a low impact form of training Great for those with injuries or pain in parts of their bodies. It's a form of cardio exercise, getting your heart rate up high, helping you to burn those calories. And for pregnant women, it's an amazing exercise to carry right through the full term and has low impact on your body and your baby. Swimming has also been found to alleviate stress as a peaceful form of exercise and will help you to improve your posture by training your core muscles and back while keeping a neutral posture rather than a slouch posture, we all seem to use nine to five. The final benefit and greatest towards your surfing, other than endurance, is your breathing. Breathing and swimming is limited and it's gonna boost your lung capacity, but it is also gonna teach you to be calm when holding your breath and also how you use the oxygen you've got for movement. You will quickly learn excess and uncontrolled movements in swimming will burn your oxygen levels, and it'll be the same during a wipeout. Along with routinely knowing your limits and holding your breath, those wipeouts will seem far less serious when you know what you're capable of and also how to stay calm. But when we're trying to improve our fitness for surfing, you need to understand what you're working towards, what is your goal, and what benefit you want. Is it strength, mobility, or endurance? Typically for most surfers, with no major issues or limitations in their bodies, injuries, pain, the goal for surfing fitness is usually always endurance. You don't need extra power or strength 
What most people want is to not tire out so easily and to surf for longer. And this is always endurance and not strength. Strength is always useful, but there's no point in having all the strengths if you can only last an hour of paddling. Mobility is a bit more difficult. If you have tight muscles, you need to work on it. But if you have average mobility and it doesn't impact your surfing, then that's great. If you're curious about mobility, understanding where your fitness is at, you can go back and listen to episode 39, which is all about trying to figure out the baselines of where your body is and the baselines for surfing. So when swimming, going to the gym, or any fitness aimed at improving your surfing, you want to aim towards endurance and surfing for longer. That doesn't exclude strength training of any kind, but the main benefit the average surfer is chasing is more endurance, less pain, and more stamina to keep going. What that blend of endurance and strength is will be purely up to you, where your body is at, and what you need to work on. You don't need to be a gym junkie with huge muscles to have good fitness for surfing. Understanding what you train for is key to any fitness regime. And if it's endurance and stamina, strength or aesthetics, tone and muscle size, you need to figure that out. And it can be somewhere between all of that as well. But when you train to improve your surfing, you need to have a focus on endurance. And this impacts how you train at the gym as well as your swimming And if you choose to not swim, or if you choose to do a blend of swimming and gym. So if you're mixing swimming in the gym, I'm going to cover all that, as well as if you just swim, and then eventually get to a routine for you to swim. So if you do do a a mix of swimming in the gym, you want to factor in that swimming is your cardio exercise, as well as a full body workout. And there are too many types of gym regimes to say, do exactly this, and you'll need to think about how swimming will best fit in with your current exercise and recovery time. But generally, there's two options. Swim on the days you don't hit the gym or add that into your current regime. If you swim on a separate day, allow for recovery time of muscles between lifting weights and swimming. Your body's going to tell you what that is depending on your regime. Just get started, listen to your body, and adjust the timing to suit. If you add swimming to your gym sessions, you need to consider what goals you're working for. Is all of your gym time towards endurance? Are you doing swimming for endurance and weights for strength? Or something else? This changes when you want to swim. And the following set of goals is going to help you decide when to add in the swimming and cardio exercises. So if your goal is purely surfing endurance, do swimming before weight training. If your goal is to get stronger and add some surfing endurance, Do weights first, then swimming. If your goal is to burn fat and get stronger and add in some endurance, do swimming after weights. If your goals are just general fitness, do whatever works and feels best for you. You're just there to fit, do your time, enjoy it. But swimming isn't for everyone and isn't the most fun exercise we can do. Not everyone is going to go rush out to swim laps and push through it or fall in love with it. If you only go to the gym with the goal of improving your surf and fitness, you want to be aware of how you train. The benefits of swimming are endurance and a full body workout. You want to shift your sessions to focus on endurance. Be aware of what you train and how, leaning more towards compound exercises that train strength,
balance and coordination through multiple muscles working at once over isolation exercises. Isolation exercises are going to be good for improving those areas that are pain points or weak links, but they're only going to train specific muscles and not the system as a whole. Paddling is a compound exercise and uses a majority of your upper body and core. Typically, a general fitness regime focused towards endurance is going to be beneficial for surfing. You don't need to do anything drastic or out there. Just general fitness towards endurance will improve your surfing fitness. If you're going to get started with swimming, you need to learn the strokes properly. So join an adult class or club and get some pointers. Most people will think, I don't need that, but it's going to save a lot of time and stress. Prevent swallowing water or getting it up your nose, and it's going to make the time you spend swimming more effective. If you're ineffective with your stroke, your breathing will struggle, and you'll be tired more easily and not get the same benefits. Swimming seems easy, but to achieve efficient swimming and technique, somewhat kind of a fluid art form. So for the rest of this podcast, I'm now going to talk about a routine that you can do for your swimming based on endurance. Now, there's also a ton of other swimming routines you can do. You can quite easily find them. Just do a search for swimming endurance. This is just a recommended routine. You need to adjust it to suit your goals and where your body's at. You may need to go for longer or you may need to cut the reps down to account for your fitness level. Again, adjust this to factor in your goals and what that's aimed for to improve your endurance. How often you do this is also up to your goals, but I'd recommend three to five times a week if you want to drastically improve your paddle and surfing fitness so you can surf for longer. On top of training endurance, these routines also utilize aspects of HIT training. It's going to burn calories. If you don't know what HIT is, just high interval training. So I have a beginner's routine, an intermediate routine, and in the show notes, you'll find a link to the full guide for this. You'll have a whole web page there with these listed out, but I will quickly glance through them. And the beginner's routine is all about getting started and used to it without throwing you in the deep end. You're going to want to start here if you're unsure and upgrade when this feels easy and you want to keep improving. And it just starts with eight 25 meter laps freestyle warm up, just a casual pace that you can focus on technique and breathing with a 60 second rest after. And following that rest, you want to do four 50 meter laps. Now, if you're in a pool 25, 50 meters, you'll just have to adapt to super. Most pools are 25 meters. So this means two laps in a row without stop. And you're going to alternate between freestyle and backstroke every 50 meters with a 15 to 20 second rest between alternating strokes. And following that, you'll jump into eight 25 meter laps freestyle at an even sprint that doesn't impact your form. So you want correct technique as fast as you can, not just a mild, you don't want to be wildly throwing yourself around. You want good technique with a 10 to 15 second between laps, followed up by another 60 second rest. Then this leads you into the second half of the exercise being eight 25 meter laps freestyle, medium pace with a 10 to 15 second rest. And again, this moves you then into four 50 meter laps freestyle, medium, with a 20-second rest every 50 meters. And finally, to finish this one off, it's eight 25-meter laps, but you're going to alternate between freestyle at a sprint 
and then a calm, easy backstroke with a 10 second rest between laps. That's it. That is the whole beginner's routine. The pace you go, focus on technique and form rather than sprinting as fast as you can. And you're gonna need to rehydrate madly. That is 1200 meters of swimming. It's a lot. So if you can't do all of that, just alternate your breaks. You wanna be honest with your breaks. You don't wanna just kind of take the piss with them. So every pool should have a clock. Be aware of them. If you don't, look into something called interval training. Set a time based on when you start so that when you finish, if you finish it in 25 seconds and you set an interval of 40, then you've got a 15 second break. But if you go slower and you go 35, you've got only a break of five seconds. That's a way to keep pushing things harder again on yourself. Now the recommended routine is a little bit longer. It's only 1500 meters though, but it kind of ups the intensity. And you're gonna start that with the same warm up, eight by 25 meter laps, just calm, easy, set the pace and technique. 60 second rests after. And then you're gonna jump into eight 25 meter laps at an even sprint that doesn't impact your form with a 10 to 15 second break, followed by a 60 second break. And now here's where things start getting harder. You're gonna jump into 500 meter long laps with a good pace. This is a bit more than a medium pace, but you're not sprinting. 500 meter laps, if you're doing a 25 meter pool, is four laps without a break. Then break, 30 seconds, and when you finished all five sets of those, 60 seconds rest. Followed then by four 50 meter laps at a medium pace with a 20 second rest every 50 meters. Now the final one, you're gonna do 12 25 meter laps alternating between your freestyle sprint and a calm and easy backstroke with only a 10 second rest between each set. And the final thing is just a four 25 meter laps alternating between freestyle and a stroke of your choice. This is your cool down. You've gone a little bit more intense, so now just factor that in, let your body go back down to a normal heart rate at exercise and just set an easy pace in good form. And then you're finished. Rehydrate after every swim. You've just swum 1500 meters. In summary, swimming is amazing for your overall fitness, breathing, stress, and learning to relax underwater. And it will drastically improve your paddle and surfing fitness, allowing you to surf longer. It's a whole body exercise that will strengthen, tone, and build endurance for all of your big and small muscle groups. If you're doing any regime to improve your surfing fitness, the goal is generally always endurance to keep you in the water longer. If you have injuries, pain, or limitations, you may need to see a professional and introduce mobility or strength training as a focus to remove some of that issue. If you're just swimming for fitness, aim for three to five times a week to rapidly build endurance, but listen to your body and when it needs to rest. The same applies if you already have a gym regime, just consider your goals, what you want out of your time in the gym, and if that's a mix of endurance and strength or a single focus. And that's gonna dictate the order if you do swimming before or after weights. If all you're doing is going to the gym, remember to train using compound exercises that will utilize multiple muscles and don't focus purely on isolation exercises. Paddling is a compound exercise and you'll need to train close to that. If you're starting out with swimming, go to an adult swimming class, group or club and get some pointers on technique. It will make the whole process easier, more efficient 
and more fun. And if you'd like to improve your surfing, you can start a free trial. You can just head to ombi.co. You can join a monthly or annual membership and sign up and start our intermediate 12-week pathway or our beginner six-week pathway, as well as diving then into our foundations or maneuver series. So have you considered swimming before to help your surfing? Or have you written it off as too boring or too hard? Or has this given you the kick up the bum you need to get into it and given you an easy routine to follow? I'd love to know. You can reach out anytime, message me in the app, or send an email to info.ombi.co anytime. Next week, I'm going to be diving into coming back to surfing after an injury or not having surfed for years. So until then, I'll see you next time.